0: Well, hello. hello. hello.
1: Hi. <laughs> welcome, welcome back to After Normal. I'm Diane. And I'm Trina. What happened there? <laughs> I don't know. Did you slip? <laughs> I was waiting
0: for you to say, uh, you said hello, and then I was like, hi. I was waiting for
1: you to say welcome back. but Well, that's because sometimes there's a, um, you know, a second or two in the beginning. So. Right.
0: Yeah. Don't cut us
1: off. So welcome back everybody, yes, and uh, uh, anyway, today we're going to start, um, we're going to start this with 9-11, because that just passed, it's been, uh, it's 21 years, I believe, and you know, it happened to be on a Sunday, so probably was overlooked by some, or whatever, you know, but we can never forget, you know, we can never forget um, what happened that day. Do you remember and where you were when it happened? I do. Do you? I do. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we all do. It was one of those uh, things. But there is um, information from a well uh, sourced person, uh, Jack Bezobic, who is, uh, you know, in intelligence. He has people on the inside too of the White House, also, which is good. So he okay. he has good information. But anyway, two of the nine eleven hijackers tied to Saudi Arabia, because you remember we went after Iraq, right? Yeah. Not Afghanistan. We went or Saudi. We went uh, there, but uh, a lot of them were from Saudi Arabia. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, two of them that were tied to Saudi intelligence, they rented a room. From an FBI informant in California. And the director of the FBI at that time kept it covered up for years. And if you would like to know his name, it is Robert Mueller.
0: Oh, imagine that.
1: Yeah. So what happens in these conspiracies that turn out not to be conspiracies when Mm -hmm. they come true is that all of these people are linked it's all interwoven all right so yeah. so anyway so that's my spiel on that but 9-11 we can never forget you know we, we just can never forget in fact i think they should probably make it a holiday they i'm should. surprised after 21 years it's not a holiday it should yeah, they, be they absolutely should yeah it should be so. Aria
0: asked me if I was alive, you know, when it happened, it, and it's so funny because I'm like, yeah. And her yeah. teacher was in fourth grade, and I was like, well, I was in eleventh grade when it happened, mm-hmm. so I'm older than your teacher. That's weird, but but, um, but yeah, I was in I was in a psychology class of all places. Yeah, teacher got a call from her sister that lived in New York. Oh, so we turned on the news in the in the classroom.
1: Yeah, and New Yorkers, you know, um, the um, <clears throat> you know they always say that the police and the firemen are the best in the world, and you know what? You have to, you have to agree with that. You you just you cannot. They are the best, you mm-hmm. know. I know each police force thinks they're the best, but, um, but they are what the service is all about—about about the police force and about the fire. You know. They run into burning buildings. They run right. into a collapsing building. That's that's what they do. You know.
0: Yep. So think a first responder if you see <clears> them.
1: <throat> yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, so anyway, that's our little tribute to nine eleven, but it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. And um, and then also we had another big event, and that was Queen Elizabeth, uh, who passed Queen away. Queen Elizabeth, yes. Yeah, the second. Excuse me. Queen Elizabeth II. On September 8th, she passed away at, I, I think she was 96, 92. I, I forget how old she is. But she is there for a long time. Right. And now it's going to be King Charles the third. Crazy. He'll be the king. Good and to be the just, king. Well, she just died of old age? Apparently. You know, probably. I mean, how old did, you know. But uh, some people have negative thoughts on her, you know, and again, if you think of negative things about her, you know, where did that negative information come from? You know, because yeah. our media is so whatever. And <laughs> and I just want to say one more thing Trina, on this. Okay.
0: Okay. That's it's fine. Be-
1: because I, I heard, I read uh, this, something from from a young lady probably a a college graduate recently okay so who says from america who says oh look at that uh you know europe they they get two weeks of mourning for their queen you know like they get it off off work or whatever right well but in that statement it's like yeah but they don't tell you that yeah, their taxes are 80 to 90% to pay for that free stuff. You know, they, oh, they get free health care. They get all, all this stuff is so good there in Europe. Yeah. But well, then buy. Yeah. 80, 90% of their income goes to pay for that, you know? So no, nothing's free. But anyway, um, I just thought these people, you know, they just don't understand. They just, are dumb. They don't. I can't help it for dumb people. I can't help it
0: no i well and then it's just you know these college graduates you know i who knows what they're being taught in in, in these colleges and and who's writing these books for the colleges and who's sending money to these colleges and who owns yeah. the colleges college, you know and it's
1: just we know now yeah, yeah we, we know uh huh so you know the president wants to you know um forgive the loans but it's the colleges that are creating the problem because of their they the amount of money they charge for one and then they have you know they have 30 40 million dollars stashed away because they're making all the money let them pay off the loans it's so much money i looked into
0: a couple universities just like maybe like a nutritionist program you know and i was like are you freaking kidding me it's so much money like it's really to me a waste of money
1: um i pay for some of these uh, you
0: know colleges
1: i paid my loan so i want a refund then
0: i i went to medical assisting school and did you know i went to everest college and now that college doesn't even exist anymore
1: yeah
0: and wow. i already paid all my school loan off it took me about yeah. 15 years but i did it was only it was like a fifteen thousand dollar loan but i kept deferring it because i couldn't yeah. get a job right you know yeah so hmm so one thing I really wanted to talk about today yeah. is toxic behavior in people. Okay. So just to be clear, I looked up a few things on toxic. I did a little bit more research uh-huh. um, and it's on a conscious rethink.com. Okay. So if you want to go on there and take a look, that's fine. But um, it I just thought it would be nice to talk about it. So maybe people don't know that they're having toxic behavior but we can you know I really wanted to talk about it. Okay. Okay, so a couple ones that stood out to me is um lying. Okay. Um all types of relationships to some degree are built on mutual trust which lies are capable of such as destruction and heartache. Honesty isn't always easy but it's generally the best you know option. So people feel like it's easier to lie than it is to se- tell somebody the truth. So for me is I don't sugarcoat anything. So like I have a couple friends that call me because I'll tell them the truth. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything. Right. Um but yeah, like and and even like raising children, you know, you have to nip it in the butt, you know, if they're lying or yeah. um, you know, or even lying to yourself is a is a big one. That's uh, probably a little
1: harder to find out because if you're lying to yourself, then you don't know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but generally it's the best option for your long-term health and happiness to tell the truth. Yes, Um, free. Selfishness is Ah. toxic to, it says, while you should not be a people pleaser, it's equally as detrimental to your mental welfare to act in a selfish and egocentric way. Doing only Mm. serves you to drive, will drive people away um, focusing only on your interests destroys trust and respect. I mean, obviously you have to be selfish at some point, right? Like you're like, all right, today I'm doing self-care. Nobody bother me or whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know, to a certain extent, if you're always thinking of yourself, you know, uh, it, that's probably bad. Okay. This is a big one for me. And this is, this goes through people that have kids and are raising kids. Cause th- this is, really annoying at times for me is a sense of entitlement
1: oh yeah
0: so um like says when you go through life believing you're owed something you will experience an endless sense of deficiency
1: so Mm -hmm. that's kind
0: of crazy um yeah
1: i yeah i don't know how that i don't feel entitled to anything (laughs)
0: Well, but just like these kids that go to college, as they come out, they feel like they're entitled to free health care. Wow. Really?
1: You know, it's like. That's because their professors told them that crap. Oh, my God. Yeah. And and they need a safe space. You know, the, the uh, you know. I w- Well, I don't know if that has to do with the with the toxic behavior. But, you know. Our whole world is having a toxic behavior meltdown.
0: Everybody is. It honestly. Yeah. It says you may desire to have more money, better living conditions, and more lavish experiences, but you should expect to work hard for these, not to be right to you. That's right. Mm -hmm. You have to work for it. Okay. This is a big one. Um, Jealousy. Ah. And I mean, I can say it in my, well, we talked about this on our last podcast about jealousy. Like I've caught myself being jealous, but I, but I immediately, you know, push that thought, you know, away. But, um, if you resent someone else from gaining what you already have, and this can manifest itself in spiteful attempts to deny them access, this is a distinct, uh, this is to envy where you may not be, may not begrudge someone else's enjoyment, but to experience it too. Right. Um, like comparing yourself to others is, is pretty like, you know, probably these young girls go on social media and compare themselves to others, which is a type of jealousy. And you can't do that. Everybody has their own.
1: Yeah. So the jealousy and envy is probably pretty close to be hard. I'd have a hard time um distinguishing between the two kind of sort of you know yeah. except that you can envy envy someone's position without being jealous about it though so i guess there is a difference there you know okay the je- jealousy would be a little bit different but you can envy someone's position be happy for them and not be jealous about it yeah like, so oh
0: man i'm going to work yeah. harder to get there you know or something yeah. like that yeah right.
1: envious uh
0: huh all right well, what about this one Blaming others for your woes.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, the world would be such a better place if people didn't blame others. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Things might not always turn out as you want them to, but there will be times when the whole world seems to come crashing down on you. But laying blame at someone else's feet will not make you feel any better. Not only will you end up resenting that person, but by failing to take responsibility you risk losing the meaning that self-determination can bestow upon your life. If it's always someone else's fault, you begin to feel impotent. I had to look that word up and it means lacking and unable to choose your direction of travel.
1: Wow. Yeah. Blaming others is going to get you nowhere.
0: No. And I, if anybody wants to go on our Instagram, I just made a video about the energy that you put out is what you get.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: That's I thought funny. it was, I thought it was really funny. I, not funny. I just, I don't know. I felt like I was talking to like second graders or a first grader. Cause I feel like that's how some people act, you know, yeah. like, Hey, just so you know, it's just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, holding a grudge, uh, that's really, you know, that's like, uh, what was that saying? Holding a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other. What was that saying? Oh yeah, no, I'm expecting the other person to die. (laughs) Yeah, like you drink the poison, but you're expecting the other. Yeah, so that and and anger, all that stuff. uh, Yeah,
1: Uh, you know, we used to use this term as like when you're pointing the pointing one finger at someone, you got three pointing back at you. You know, right? Same kind of deal, right? Yeah.
0: Um, You know, there's a couple other ones in here, but I just wanted to, you know, kind of go over a few of them
1: Um, playing the victim. Yeah. And, you know, toxic people have um, they like to enlist others in their toxic behavior. Oh, well, misery likes company. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) I just know that. one of our listeners, Redneck Jim, I know he is relating to this 100. percent Hi, Jim. <laughs> yeah, because of uh, toxic, he, he You know, he's the one that told me. You know, less is more, or less is better, whatever. You know. Yeah. You just don't need to be around toxic people.
0: No, I, and especially if they're just taking all of your energy and not being zapping happy. it, zapping yeah. it clean. Yeah. And not being happy for you, I think that's one of my main things. Is if you are not happy for me, genuinely, I don't, I don't need that.
1: You know, and there is, I think, there's a certain type of toxic person that is just um, struggling to stay afloat. Kind of, just it's a struggle to survive, right? And so it's easy to get wrapped up with people like that because you know i think our nature is we want to help people you you know what i mean so when someone's struggling and they're toxic you know you might not recognize the toxicity right at first but uh but after a while when it starts wearing on you then you're like hey you know what's going on because you just want to help the person and they are just like i said uh, when they're in that struggle session to just be surviving, this is, you know, this is all they know how to do, you, you know? Yeah. And I they're know. grabbing on, if you throw a lifeline, they're going to grab on hard and, um, you know, and then usually you'll find out later, oh, okay, you know, I'm yeah, have well, to and especially back if off some, of this a little bit.
0: Yeah. Especially if somebody asks for help and then you help them. And then they don't like incorporate that in their life, or I, I give like, like I feel like it would like it would be like a waste of time for me if somebody asks for help. You put all this energy and effort to them, and then they just completely blind. Yeah,
1: but it's not a waste, Trina. It's not a waste. I mean, you know, because that that's part of um, that's part of the growth process too. You know what okay. I mean? And it's a part of recognizing, like I said. You know, our instinct is to help. That's true. That's our instinct. Yeah, and then so then when we realize, well, wait a minute, how come I'm, you know, how come I'm feeling this or that or that? Then, you know, it just helps you recognize it uh, easier. Kind of, you okay.
0: Know? I like that. Yeah. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Okay. So, oh, negative self-talk. That's. Well- That's what it says, which I don't, this now, this one cannot always be toxic for, for me. Like there's sometimes I talk negative talk to myself and then I immediately change it to positive talk. But if you're constantly doing negative self-talk, they put this on the list that it's toxic behavior. Yeah. Because
1: you might not know you're doing it. See? And so, so you get some negative stuff going it's like, Oh, okay. But then, you know. It's, it's kind of like, um, I liken it to this, uh, you know, alcoholism, Yeah. at the end of it is the ism, the ISM. And, and what we say sometimes is incredibly short memory, okay? Because today we go, okay, well, we're not going to, you know, we're not having those thoughts today. And then tomorrow they come back, right? Mm-hmm. So it's incredibly short memory is, is what we call it for the ism because it's nature. It's human, you know?
0: Well, speaking of that, let me tell you, if you are doing self negative talk, let me just, let me talk to you a little bit about micro shifts. Think of micro shifts as tiny increments of change in your day to day life. A micro shift is changing what you eat for one part of one meal, just one one time. Then it's doing that a second and third time before you realize that what's happening, you've adopted a pattern of behavior. So, and that's from the book, the mountain is you and it's transfer, transforming self-sabotage into self mastery. And I've been reading this book yeah, probably way too long because I haven't been able to finish it. Wow. But this, yeah, the, so it says the way you speak to yourself has a significant influence on how you feel. If you are forever using self-limiting language and believing the worst will happen, you'll be unable to enjoy and appreciate the good things that enter your life. Negative thoughts lead to negative actions and sooner or later, you'll find yourself in a downward spiral of unhelpful energy, expectations, and experiences. Wow. So like then if you are negative talking yourself, You're going to bring in negative actions and you're going to bring in negative people and negative energy.
1: Huh? So interesting. It is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, I really like your, um, you know, especially I, I, I looked at the Instagram (laughs) that you did, but, but it's so, you know, it's hard to, you can't put it in a bottle or something, but. But, you know, you do talk, you talk about it a lot, which is the, the energy that you put out there, you'll get back, you know, and that's not such an easy concept I think to grasp, but
0: it really but, isn't. People don't. So it. Tr- Sorry, I cut you off.
1: No, no, no. I'm just saying it's, it's so true. though.
0: It really is. And, yeah. and I've experienced it where I have been in a negative cycle. And I've talked negative about myself and I've had negative actions and brought in negative people in my life. So,
1: well, you know, I feel like, um, with some of the doctors that I've dealt with, like they're being negative and, and, and I did not let them ruin my positiveness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I just laughed. Because some of the things they say are ridiculous
0: It really is I mean if, if you really like listen to what they say You know it's You just, have to listen to, they You have able. to listen Well I think well maybe Well what the hell do you know Okay that's right you're a doctor practicing medicine So technically you don't know
1: shit That's, that's what right. I Yeah <laughs> you know a lot Because you went to school and everything You know all that stuff The biology you know all that stuff yeah, but Do you know practical, you know,
0: like compassion?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bedside manner, do you know any of that? Or wait a minute, what about what about nutrition? What do you know about
1: that? You know, nothing. No, nope. everybody all Western medicine no. is killed. Yeah. So if any anyone listening today has gone to a doctor with whatever, you know, I, I mean there's so many problems uh, out here, you know, you, you name up 50 of them. But and has your doctor ever said to you Hey, have you ever thought about, you know, eating a plant-based diet? Yeah. Have you ever thought of giving up uh, alcohol or, um, you know, uh, I'm That's- sure, you know, I'm sure some doctors have suggested that, but I've oh, yeah. never been to a doctor who suggested eating different ever. Um, i never had a doctor tell me that.
0: You hear doctors saying, well, you need to probably quit smoking. Yeah. Which is good. You should everybody yeah. should stop smoking. Yeah, but so.
1: you know they're they're trying to make all, you know obesity they're trying to make it normalize it like you know and you're supposed to accept your body yes but you know <laughs> Katie Hopkins did that she did that thing with fat people and she she went ahead and gained it I, I talked about it on one of the podcasts so I'm not gonna go back there again but um, but she proved to them. It was what they ate. And the the exercise, it had nothing to do with big bones and, you know.
0: Oh, my God. I hate when people say that. It really bothers
1: me. With any of that, you know.
0: Well, this goes to ignoring self-care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is on the list. So (laughs) a very obvious behavior can lead to long-term complications with unhappiness is neglecting to take care of one's health with whether this is through physical impact of abusing your body from the lack of attention paid to your state of mind. And we're all guilty of not caring for ourselves as we should, you know, as we should. Um, but if you let this go too far, the impact and damage be can, can become irreversible. Ooh. Right. So if you're, if yeah, you gain all this weight, you're going to have heart issues and, you know,
1: well, see, because we are just more than a physical body, you know, there is physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. That, that's us as people.
0: And don't get me wrong. Self-care is a lot of work. Sometimes, especially if you are just starting on your journey, I mean, and getting to a good place, it's a lot of work at first. And that's why I say, uh, you know, healing is not for the weak. Yeah right so if you're weak-minded you you know you need to get your mind a little bit stronger um all right well i think the last one i'm going to go over is um is holding on to loss okay and um we all you know i lost both of my parents um yeah. you know before i was 30. yeah
1: um
0: and it, and obviously I miss them, but I don't dwell on it every day. That is very bad for your, for your health. Um, as you would say toxic, because you you know, you got to grieve and then accept it. And then you have to move on. And I've actually had to talk to a couple of my family members when my mom or my dad passed away where I was like, Hey dude, it's been like six years I can't, I can't do this anymore. Like, I love you, but you need to move on. Okay. Like there's nothing we can do about it. Maybe you need to go to a therapist. Maybe you need to go break some plates. Maybe you need to, you know, do something else, but like, you can't dwell on them passing year after year after year. It's, it keeps you in a trap, like in a state of perpetual sadness. You can't, you know what I'm saying? So
1: yeah. Yeah, um, it's different for everyone, the grieving process. And, you know, I I just think that that's part of, you know, whether you call it healing or, you know, or learning through it or whatever. But grieving is a process that has, you know, that, uh, yeah, you've been dwelling on it forever. But, you know.
0: Right. Now, you're supposed to always lose your parents first, right? So it, maybe that was a little bit easier. But if I lost a child, I don't I don't know how I would handle that.
1: So yeah. I don't think this would apply to that because that's, you know. No, but what, what you have done is you have worked through your grief, you know. But, you know, when the birthdays come up, the holidays, you know. I, I mean, my mom's been gone a long time. But I still, you know, I know these certain dates come up or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? So. But uh, I, used,
0: I used to make April a horror. I'm like, oh, my God, I hate April. I know. Remember? And now yeah. I'm like, why do I hate it? Yeah. I used to like, oh, my God, like, I probably drink more that month or like be yeah. sad or whatever. And so now I'm like, wait, what? Like, no, I, I'm going to make April a whole other month. Like, we're just going to do more things. I'm going to keep myself busy. I'm not going to hate yeah the month of april because both my parents passed away in it
1: you know yeah but you but you see you grew through that that that's where it took you you, you know what i mean yeah so well, that month
0: yeah you
1: will know? well, mm-hmm. you help you
0: help me with that also
1: you know yeah. mm-hmm.
0: yep so um at the end it says <laughs> If you're reading this list because you might exhibit some toxic behaviors, if so, (laughs) congratulations on taking the first step to ridding yourself of them. So guess what? If you are toxic, guess what? It can only go up from here. So don't take this personally. This was also on the list. If you are having some of these toxic behaviors, the good thing is, is you can grow and move on.
1: Yes, that's right. And you know, that's why I like the thing, each day, a new beginning. and and that is one saving grace of uh of uh i think the alcoholic and alcoholics anonymous is that each day is a new day so you can screw up all you you know i mean like a catholic kind of you just Mm -hmm. screw up all week and then go do your confession on the weekend you know (laughs) on sunday whatever but kind of the same thing we all have another day Mm -hmm. unless we don't have any days left you know but other than that we all have another day, <laughs> or uh, or be better, be a better person than you were yesterday. I'll yeah, say. and uh, I really like the micro shift thing. That, that's Isn't that really, crazy? Yeah, no, that's really good because it's just one little thing. One thing, just it's one so simple. You know, There's like um, when I started my,
0: I don't know, when I moved to Arizona, I, you know, I started my healing journey without even knowing about it. But you know, I did, one, <laughs> you know, I started. You know, looking into, like, GMOs and organic, And, like, I would tell people, I'm like, you know, because if you go into my house, you know, you're not going to really, you're not going to see anything toxic. The only thing you probably yeah, see well, toxic. You take something.
1: very good care of your family.
0: Well, thank you. And they
1: all appreciate it, and they all love you for it.
0: Well, I love you. Well, thank you. Yes. But one one micro shift you could do is when you go to the store, you know, buy an organic garlic seasoning just that's how I started off is just I started off with my seasoning I just replaced the old ones with organic ones anytime I went to the store and I just started that seven years ago right yep and that's all all she wrote
1: yeah well I I know we were gonna keep this to to 30 minutes but (laughs) what you got what you got I have a couple of pressing things that i think are important to share okay Um, let's hear it one of them is in illinois we all know where that state is correct yeah okay so these people have decided which is usually the uh secretary of state or attorney general whatever that's been placed in there beginning uh january 23 next year january They will no longer be putting people in jail with aggravated battery, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing, arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery, second-degree murder, threatening a public official. These are no longer things to be locked up for. If you commit this and they come to the scene, they will just uh, let you go and um well the state of our union these are our you know uh we're becoming a place where each state's going to individually have to decide how to run their state and and who's going to live there now who wants to live in that state criminals
0: Mm -hmm. right well and i know a couple people that live there or that are from there and there's actually people they're fleeing they're leaving they're like absolutely not
1: Of course not. They're coming here to Texas? Why would you put up with that? Wow, I can't believe that. That's terrible. So that was one thing, because you can think on that, you know, and um, uh, it's just, these people are just going off their rocker.
0: Well, that state's toxic.
1: (laughs) But, yes. And, you know, that's where Chicago is. So if that says anything, okay? So, and then the second thing was... Uh, Candace Owens and she is just um you know she was a college student she was pretty liberal or whatever and then things happened and um she just um said nope no more and then you know she's black and she's like no don't be treating me like that you know don't think I'm dumb and just gonna vote for you because you know you want to give me a phone or something you know so but anyway so she she told this story i listened to this story today i hadn't heard it i I mean i heard some news about it yeah and so she was having her second baby she's in the hospital oh okay in new jersey i believe it's new jersey and so (laughs) it's funny trina because she was just kind of irritated because she hadn't got any sleep you know absolutely Yeah. so she's new mom Yeah. yeah she's just a new mom like that well they, um, uh, you know, you know how they, they, it, when you're in the hospital, I mean, you can't get no sleep there anyway, really. Absolutely. And I guess now the baby stays in, you know, things are so different from when I had baby, you know, but, um, but they, they demanded that she take uh, antibiotics because she had tested like, I don't know, months, months ago, something she had something to do with the pregnancy, but she didn't have it anymore. And she's like, no, I don't want antibiotics. So they gave her a hassle about that. She felt like they dug in a little more when she said she wouldn't take the antibiotics. Then she said, you know, her and her husband, and they were like, you know what? We're just going to leave. You know, I had a, a perfect, because uh, they were still harassing her about the antibiotics. She goes, look, I had a perfect birth. She said. Birthing's very easy for her, you know, boom, boom, couple pushes, boom, she's done. Lucky. Um, Lucky woman, Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, so, so anyway, uh, but they kept harping and she's like, what are you talking about? I already had the baby, everything's good. And, um, and then they wanted to take a blood test of the baby to see for defects and stuff like this, all right? So here's where it gets a little bit interesting. Because she had head nurses come. They threatened CPS on her. Oh, my God. Because she wouldn't take antibiotics. And so, luckily, she's not the type of person that takes crap anyway. You know? And she's so damn smart. You're you're not going to get over on her. But here she is, you know, just having a baby. It's a wonderful experience. And and these people in the hospital are making it, um, you know, on this and they want now i don't remember blood tests on a newborn but you know it's been a long time but uh uh but a little bit after this they come up with in new jersey where they can get a subpoena for that baby's blood test to track down their relatives that might be criminals
0: Are you serious right now? This is
1: our hospitals, people. These are our hospitals, our doctors. They're all under, what what are we under? Gestapo watch or whatever. I I don't even know where we are. And of course, you know. Wait, I need to pinch myself. Are we in a movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, um, you know, everyone needs to read that uh, book, uh, 1984 or whatever, because apparently that Orwell is happening, you know. And all it is is the new world order that's what it is and you got people trying to stop it but but they're after our kids mm-hmm. you know and then you know it just it, it just gets worse and worse I know I, I'm sounding so negative but we need to know these things that we are need going to know. on yes exactly so that, when, so that when we are presented you know uh and and We know very well, and I'll tell stories along the way about being in the hospital, and, uh, you know, and and what they try to do now is ridiculous, Mm -hmm. you know. It's not the same as it was when they were really just after your, they really wanted you to be okay. Now it seems like they really don't want you to be okay. More, more and more.
0: Well... I'm going to do some research rough. on the placenta, what they do with the baby, uh, like right after you give birth, you know, right. they want, they want you to cut that cord real quick because right. they want to take the placenta and go take the stem cells out because they can sell that shit for $50,000. I didn't right. even know about this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And well, uh, Scott I mean, was telling me
1: about it the other day and I was like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, we're all, uh, we're all sellable. we got sellable parts, you know, and why, why do you think that they are raising such hell about abortions? Now, mm-hmm. is there any woman out there that really uh, would just not care about getting pregnant or if they didn't want to get pregnant, maybe would use some birth control? Is there any women out there? Not these women that they're getting to talk for them. Because they're like, I've had 10 abortions and I'm happy, you know. Oh and God. it's like, really? Because those, those doctors, they're making money. You know, California did an undercover video with the baby parts. So, So a portion of the United States knows, and a portion of the world, let's say a portion of the world knows, that they are selling baby parts. All well, right? if you look in the vaccines,
0: it has f- fetal
1: DNA in it in In the vaccines but nobody nobody is uh nobody is doing anything about it and in california the kamala harris charged the person taking the video instead of the people selling the parts i would presume it's pretty much illegal to sell the baby parts
0: oh my god but
1: apparently you know uh these people are just more powerful and you know i'm just gonna say it but it's just a form of um evil that is sweeping over our our, you know there's just a certain amount of evil that is is present day and Mm -hmm. we need to know so we know what to do right yep and i know that's not positive you have something positive to end on that's great but but um but I just well and I think but
0: okay this is the thing you just have to be aware like me as a parent I just have to be aware of what's going on correct okay and it kind of sucks like I was thinking the other day I was like god I wish I was just asleep again sometimes like I just wish I didn't know what I know but then I'm like, but I'm fine, you know, I'm mentally stable and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm a pretty positive person and you just got to spread positivity. Right. And laughter and joy around.
1: And yeah, yeah. Because it's it's just just like, I, I think it's empowering. Okay. So you're in front of the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, I want you to uh, do this. I want you to take this. And it's like, well, you know what, doctor, I really don't, I don't really want to do that.
0: So they probably think like, well then why are you here? And it's exactly. like, well, but you're always pushing a pill or something on me or yeah. a treatment, yeah. you know. So
1: so it's just enough so that you know you can, you know,
0: stand, up for, no. no. yeah, yeah. stand up for
1: yourself. We can oh. say no. Yeah, stand up for yourself.
0: Oh. Yeah, and that's another thing on the toxic thing is uh, hold on, let me find it. Um, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. Mm. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh, not speaking out. So if you don't agree with what the doctor's telling you, listen, they don't know everything. They're not God. So you are your own advocate for your own health. And that's probably why Candace is like, dude, I feel fine. Exactly. I feel, I know my body. I feel healthy. Come in here and tell me I need to freaking... I remember when I was, when I, after I had Aria, I asked them for Benadryl because I was itching all over and they came in they're like, oh no, you, you know, we can't give you Benadryl. I'm like, but look at, it, I'm itching all over. Like you're not in charge of my fucking health, dude. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I pay you. And I worked at the hospital at that time, I was so mad. I was like, really? So I had Scott just go get me Benadryl from home. I'm like, whatever, yeah. you guys are dumb. Yeah yeah we are in charge of our life we and we are life. in
1: charge of our life and nobody's
0: going to tell us what we can and cannot do because guess what we live in
1: america yeah that's right still mm-hmm. and the the uh, constitution is still in place as much as they're trying
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we still are, are ruled by laws even though they are trying to break that everywhere you see what i'm saying so, mm-hmm. so we have to stand up and we are all going to be in this fight that they're not going to leave us because they're never going to leave us alone. They're never going to stop. And I'm, I'm, when I say they, I'm talking about the world forum form people the you know, the new world order people, yep. they're going to stop, you know, they are never going to stop. So we can't either, you know? Yeah. We have to, yeah, out.
0: we have to be in control. Yeah. They work for us. And on that note, I'm going to put in the end. It is not the mountain we master, but ourselves. Boom.
1: All right, I
0: agree. <laughs> Yay! All right, well, we'll check you later. Oh, okay. oh, and, oh, thanks and side for note, listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Side note: We are going to be doing uh, a oh. podcast with Dr. Mel soon about
1: ketamine That's therapy. That's right. Very we'll soon. Stay tuned for that. Yep. Looking forward to that ketamine therapy. Ooh. Ooh-hoo. All right, all right. Good week. Bye. Yay.